0: Whoa, I never meant to break, but I got him where I want him now. Oh, it was never my intention to break. It's did it all the way for me now, forgot the fucking words. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know, if you're in your car, I'm sorry if you've crashed.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, don't see us because I have no money. I'm still on my but... <laughs> I'm not okay with that.
0: Anyway, this is making a podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Katie. So, uh, Katie, what's the story? How are you doing? What's up?
1: Oh, I'm just trying not to have a meltdown, but sure. Look, that's, that's every week's meal, isn't it? Mm. Um, I My mom seen a mouse in the house today. Mm. On, the only things I'm afraid of, only things I'm afraid of is a, is a mouse. Yeah. And, like, my mom usually is as well, but, like, she, she was very good. She caught it in a jug and put it outside. Oh, so funny. the dog didn't kill it so i was like thanks mom that was really nice because i'm afraid of them but like i don't want it to die you know what i mean yeah yeah so it was very humane um and i locked myself in the sitting room and ate my oats because i was like no i
0: cannot
1: i cannot do is mine.
0: <laughs> yeah No, i get that 100 percent
1: oh oh So yeah, I'm trying not to have a meltdown, and there is like a little like, I don't know if it's mouse hole, it's been in my room years, I've never personally seen a mouse in my room, that was me touching wood, because if I see one tonight, I will actually, like there won't be a podcast.
0: I'm doing it here as well.
1: Because I will not be here, RIP, like no. Uh, Yeah, so basically that's just me having a meltdown over possibly seeing mice. How are you Evan?
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, I've not had that kind of experience this week. Uh, What have I been up to? Lots of things behind on articles, which I need to do, but that will be caught up soon. Working as well. Had a very eventful (laughs) sleepover (laughs) with two friends. Um, So basically, I'll explain the backstory. We had this planned for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um. We found this uh, drinking game for the movie Camp Rock. <laughs> oh, right. So uh, we decided because my mom is away and I'm in her house right now that uh, we were going to have a Camp Rock sleepover. <laughs> Basically, Teddy the Camp Rock. So months ago, I found a bunch of like stuff from when I was a kid, including a Camp Rock poster book. And I was like, right, we're going all out. We're going to decorate <laughs> this fucking <laughs> sitting room with all these camp rock posters and we we're gonna play this game we we're gonna play it right okay so we we drank a lot good there was we followed the rules uh <laughs> got very drunk played some games it was fun um else? Well, so I feel like there's more things but they're not coming into my head just been trying not to have a meltdown as well and <laughs> that was a big help and i'm getting vaccinated tomorrow so when this episode goes out i will have one jab in me of pfizer so yeah so make sure you get vaccinated as well we definitely advise that
1: yeah Eh, if you don't want to don't but like it'd be cool if you did
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely but you know we definitely recommend you do it so ke what are we talking about this week
1: well, today we are going to be thrown it back, well as back as two thousand and four, and delve into the world of the Tennessee-formed woman and band Paramore, and what a world that is. So, Evan, what is your history with Paramore?
0: Oh, interesting question. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I always knew of them, and I knew I always just knew Haley Williams as that girl with the bright orange hair it was just always on award shows so I kind of the my kind of main introduction to them was probably Misery Business which I'm sure was a lot of people's um so I was like I've never I am a I do like their music I was never like a die fan uh but yeah I've heard the songs over the years I like some of the albums which we will kind of get into a big discussion about so yeah I do like the music I I didn't really grow up with them, but I knew a lot of people who were definitely into them in school, and they were definitely emos. I was kind of not really one, but you know had some emo tendencies. Uh, Kate, you know, what's your history of Harumar?
1: Um, I wish I could say the same, but I was a little bit of a stan. Um, I really liked them when I was younger. I still do, obviously. But, um, yeah. So I remember. I don't like actually remember this for the first time but I kind of do so I got an iPod touch for Christmas and like we didn't have a laptop or anything like I had no way I put music onto this but I just had this iPod touch and had no music on it so I went up to my uncle's house and he just put all of his music onto it so like the amalgamation of music on this iPod was insane <laughs> so funny but he had put um riot and brand new eyes on it and I think there was another one on it as well um what was it let me think now what was the first one anyway yeah so I think I had three but I just remember riot and misery business as like the ones and um yeah like because I had no like internet really or anything, like, I couldn't have Wi-Fi or at that time, like all I had was this iPod with this music on it, and I would just sit in my room and just listen to like and stuff all day, which was funny. But um yeah, I've seen them twice in concert and I remember the album, it was All We Know Was Falling, which was their first album. Mm. Um so I had All We Know Was Fall Falling, Riot and Brand New Eyes on it. Um and I suppose, yeah, that's that's pretty much my history with it.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? We're gonna uh, have a little history lesson in Paramore, as I take <laughs> you through the life and career of this. I cannot think of an adjective for this band. Band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this pop punk powerhouse band. There we go. That was many adjectives. Let's move on. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, in 2002 Haley Williams age 13, met Zach Farrow and Josh Farrow in Franklin, Tennessee. um Haley was originally signed to Atlantic Records as a solo artist and they planned to make her a pop singer, but she refused. Um, in 2004, Paramore officially formed
1: yeah.
0: and they left Atlantic Records. Uh, they shortly moved to Warner Music with a new member, Jeremy Davis. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: they shortly started touring the southeast uh, of, of America and were driven by Haley Williams' parents. And Jeremy left the band at the end of the tour. So in 2005, Paramore released their debut album, All We Know Is Falling. The singles were Pressure, Emergency and All We Know. It debuted at number 30 in the US and number 51 in the UK. So it wasn't a big hit, but, you know.
1: No. Yeah.
0: hmm So then Paramore went on to do the 2005 Warped Tour, and Jeremy Davis returned. Uh, and then on the 2006 Warped Tour, the band released an EP called The Summer Tick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Later in 2006, the band set out on their first headline tour. uh, And Jeremy Davis was kicked out of the band for his lack of work ethic. Uh, So 2007, Riot is released, which is the album I probably know the most. Um, The singles were Misery Business, Hallelujah, Crush, Crush, Crush. And that's what you get. The album reached number one in the UK rock charts and number four in the US rock charts. 2008 rolls around the band was nominated for best new artist at the 2008 grammys but lost out to to take a guess actually
1: oh shit oh i don't know um taylor swift
0: amy winehouse
1: ah shit oh uh, 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 i love <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. <laughs> sorry i don't know what happened
0: that was funny. So uh, the band went on the, their, their tour, the final Riot tour, and released a live album of this tour. In 2009, uh, they released Brand New Eyes, and it debuted at number one in the US and the UK. Mm-hmm. The singles were Ignorance, Brick by Boring Brick, The Only Exception, Careful and Playing God. Paramore then went on to support uh, artists such as No Doubt and Green Day, Uh, they also embarked on their own three year world tour Um, in 2010 Josh and Zach Farrow left the band due to issues with management and the label and Hayley Hayley responded uh, saying despite uh, losing two original members the band would continue on so in 2011 the band released another EP called The Singles Club singles were Monster Renegade Hello, Cold Cold World, and In the Morning, 2013, uh, Paramore's self-titled album is released. Singles were Now, Still Into You, Daydreaming, and Ain't It Fun, which I nearly said, Ain't It Funny, which is a Jennifer Lopez song. Um, (laughs) And that debuted at number one. And Ain't It Fun became the band's highest trading song and won a Grammy for Best Rock Song
1: yeah oh we can talk about that later anyway <laughs> so from
0: 2015 to 2017 um davis left the band again so we assume he came back and entered into a yeah. lawsuit with Haley williams uh 20 also in 2015 the band took a hiatus due to Haley williams mental health and but then came back in 2017 with the album after laughter the, which is kind of like their version of Rumours by Fleetwood Mac, if you kind of get me.
1: Yeah, I do. I feel the vibe. Uh,
0: the singles were uh, Hard Times, Told You So, Fake Happy, Rose Coloured Boy and Caught in the Middle. That debuted at number four. Um, at a 2018 gig, Haley announced they would play Misery Business for the final time. And then May of 2020, William said that the band is working on their sixth album. And this is the same year she releases her two solo projects, Pedals for Armor, and then her second one, which I think is called Pedals for Armor 2. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that's Raw caught up then with Paramore. Uh, so they're working on their sixth album. So now yeah. it's time for a discussion.
1: Nice. Where do we begin?
0: Oh, my um, God.
1: I think they went downhill. Like, very much downhill. Mm. Kind of after Brandy Wise. That's when I kind of stopped listening to them. And, um, yeah, I just... Once kind of Ain't the Fun came out, like... I should didn't feel them anymore.
0: Like, yeah.
1: you like, oh, you happy for me? Like, go away. <laughs> I was still in my sad girl face, so I was like, no.
0: Yeah, and after that, after is very kind of synth pop heavy yeah it's nothing it's, like riot at all
1: no um it's not and riot like I do like riot like but I think my favorite album is brand new eyes and that probably is a very basic thing to say um but <laughs> um yeah I don't know I just and riot was really good I feel like the first three albums amazing like brilliant so good obviously that's what drew me in and um, like my cousin who was also like we were like really big fans of them together and we seen them in concert together twice and stuff and uh like I traveled to Belfast with my uncle and my cousin to see Parma,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that was our first time that was 2009
0: was that their um, own show
1: yeah yeah and um it was in Belfast it was in Queens uh, Queens Hall in Belfast oh yes yes yeah, and, um, yeah, I was, like, in first year. I was, like, 13, 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> nearly, nearly 11 years ago.
0: Oh, Ugh. my God. Oh, stop making me feel I know, old. it was
1: weird. It was weird. It, it still is weird. But I actually uh, have some very funny pictures to send you, Evan, of my face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> put them on socials.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we can. We can put them on socials. So if you follow on Instagram, watch out for that because I'm telling you, Mwah, chef's kiss oh <laughs> yeah I mean, I house, I'm
0: gonna <laughs> 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 sorry I need to get me breath back um so yeah I think their peak was kind of the first three albums you know when I yeah. think of Paramore I think of like early to mid-2000s like emo rock yeah. like my chemical romance like
1: yeah a hundred percent i agree with you um yeah i wouldn't like i i don't know any of the new stuff at all part the past two albums wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell you anything about them yeah except for two chart songs is only like one chart songs on each one and at them that like i probably couldn't even name the second chart song so yeah, yeah i don't know like i I guess i don't have too much to say because i'm just like yeah these were great in your prime but then it just kind of went and i'm I'm probably gonna get so much hate for that like i mean so if you still like them but i'm just i'm not a huge fan of them now but they're so nostalgic to me
0: yeah no that is true i mean um like yeah no i do agree that it is just pure nostalgia with with paramore you know yeah. and you know there are the diehard fans who stay on all the way and you know that's perfect for them if you like the newer stuff enjoy it yeah um what was i gonna say there i'm gonna say something yes yeah, just if i my mind uh, well i had this written in my notes um so there seems to be a recurring theme with the revolving doors of members leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back,
1: Come back yeah.
0: um it seems that mental health and management seem to be a big issue within this group yeah i don't know we see this happen a lot with i mean we talked about it on the demi episode as well that they're backed like they, they were backed by a big corporation label and mm. uh overworked now i think they kind of took back the control after brand new eyes um, but I feel like they were marketed very heavily back in uh, during the era of like Riot and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, they were. And I feel like it was probably very hard for Hayley as well um, being the front of like a, a male-dominated band an industry, but like everyone else in the band was male. And then it was just horror you know what I mean, at the forefront. Whereas with the likes of Demi, it was always kind of just Demi. Mm. But, you know, even though, like, she was the the front man, so to speak, like the front person, top of Haley now. Um, even though she was the front of the band, I feel like there was probably a lot that went on behind the scenes where she was probably overlooked and not treated that way, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, it happens jesus christ i mean it's mm. it's nowhere near better than what it was i mean we're seeing it now with like um like little mix i mean we talked about little mix before and then jesse even yeah. for mental health reasons and that was only a few months ago um
1: yeah, exactly so it's still prevalent like
0: yeah um i feel like i had something else to say but now it's gone out of my head um Hedy Williams is a great songwriter, though.
1: Oh, no, she is. She is very, very good um, at everything. Like She's a great entertainer. She's a great performer. Songwriter, you know.
0: Mm. Okay, so... Something was in my head, and now it's gone, so we're just going to move on, okay? Okay. So we're going to talk about the legacy and impact of this pop-punk powerhouse group. Yeah. So just got a few uh, facts and things here uh, Riot seems to have, is the album that seems to have the biggest impact uh, the album was included at number 10 in Rock Sound's 101 Modern Classics and number 16 in the 51 Most Essential Pop Punk Albums of All Time
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, many artists uh, have been inspired by Haley Williams and her songwriting including Demi Lovato, Taylor mm-hmm. Swift Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, many of Paramore songs have been covered by artists such as Tori Kelly, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Barker, Kelly Clarkson, and Taylor Swift, as well.
1: Oh yeah, that's um, what I was going to say. Was mm. was it the Olivia Rodrigo? Oh my god, I can't say her name. Rodrigo song, and th- was a horror that they were saying it was. It sounded like one of the Paramore songs.
0: Yeah, the, uh, everyone mashed "Good for You" up with "Misery Business."
1: Yeah, that's what I was.
0: Yeah. I love Olivia Rodrigo.
1: Oh yeah, no, it makes so much sense now that I'm thinking to them in my head. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it does make sense. Bro. No, it like, does. It does. Honestly, it, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so hey, you know what it's time for?
1: Oh, what is it time for?
0: <laughs> it's time for a pop quiz. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> so if you don't know and wait you know that's your own fault um
1: yeah go go back and listen
0: to <laughs> <do> everything <laughs> if you don't know this is the part of the show where i quiz katie uh, because some things just tend to go over her head um but uh, <laughs> this uh so this is her Paramore pop quiz katie are you ready we have 10 questions
1: i am ready hit me hit me with them
0: Okay, question one. It's multiple choice. Okay. What video game was the Paramore song Pressure featured on in 2005? Sims 2, Just Dance, Sing Star, or Guitar Hero?
1: Oh, that's a hard one. Um, oh, I'm stuck between two, but I want to say Sims.
0: That is correct.
1: Yeah,
0: there we go. There we go, off to a good start. So question two. What uh, song is this lyric from? When I was younger, I saw my daddy cry and curse at the wind. Is it? Misery business. The only exception. Crush, 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 or playing God?
1: It is number two. The only exception.
0: (laughs) Ding, ding, ding.
1: Ding, 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 ding. <laughs>
0: okay, question three. This is not multiple choice, so. Okay. What instrument has Hayley played live at Paramore concerts?
1: The second question was multiple choice, but this one wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> 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 Do you want me to make a uh,
0: multiple choice because i will
1: <laughs> oh my god i'm actually crying um, <laughs> oh wow i actually don't know this but you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna throw it out there and say trump i'm just throwing it out there um because stranger things have happened so
0: i you were gonna say because stranger things
1: <laughs> it's <about> stranger things <laughs> demogorgon and all this stuff you know
0: <laughs> so the answer to that one was a keyboard
1: oh yeah that makes so much more sense but anyhow
0: <laughs> so yeah uh, this Ooh. one is, is multiple choice as well okay all <laughs>
1: right um
0: uh, which singer joined the band on their final Riot tour? Was it Kelly Clarkson, Avril okay. Lavigne, Leonard Cohen or Adam Levine?
1: Oh, oh, this is a hard one. Um, I'm just going to say it because I want it to happen. If I hasn't, Avril Lavigne.
0: Okay, I would love that to happen, but it's incorrect. It's Leonard Cohen. Yeah,
1: I was going. Yeah, he he was kind of like up there, but I was like, no, I want this to happen. I'm going to manifest this right now.
0: Okay, this is a finished lyric, and it's also a multiple choice. Okay. So, if only time flew like a bird, angel, dove, or plane.
1: Um. Angel? It's dove. If that's from that one of them shite songs, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, anybody that likes whatever <laughs> song I just <laughs> had on the
0: <laughs> okay. Question six. This is this is you you won't be surprised if I put this one in.
1: Okay. Which
0: which character covered the only exception on Glee?
1: Ah, uh, th- do I just have to just guess this? Yeah. Can can I?
0: Do you want multiple choice? I'll do multiple choice if you want.
1: No, no. And uh, multiple choice point. Can I just know the gender or the female? Okay, okay. I feel like it was Rachel Berry.
0: That's correct. It was Rachel.
1: Wow, I'm so proud of myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a true or false. Paramore wrote a song for the New Moon soundtrack.
1: <gasps> Shit. Do you yes
0: they did i'm not gonna double check that did they
1: <laughs> no 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 they did but i just i'm not gonna be able to remember the song
0: right i'm just gonna double check this
1: they wrote a song for twilight anyway
0: right well it's false because they wrote it for the twilight soundtrack
1: Well, yeah, I said Twilight.
0: Okay, well, I'll give you a point because you did mention Twilight. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs)
0: Okay, so question eight. Haley Williams appeared in a music video for which artist?
1: She in the music video for an artist? Yeah. Oh. Um...
0: You've been humming the song, you.
1: Ah, oh, nah, that's that. I know that was a really good help, and people listen to that probably know what that was as well. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to get that. Um, was that Taylor Swift?
0: That's correct. It was Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's bad blood. Just
1: oh yeah. See, I knew it was bad. Or like something, and I was thinking Black Magic, but I know it wasn't Black Magic because I know that's not Taylor Swift. So I was like, <laughs> "Really, no now. Okay.
0: Um. This is a true or false. Uh, Heidi Williams won Kerrang's sexy sexiest female. Was that clear? so nothing to me. Um.
1: Yes. True.
0: That is correct.
1: Yeah, I see it. I understand.
0: Okay, final question. Question 10. Oh god. Hayley Williams featured on which BOB song?
1: <gasps> oh, airplanes.
0: That is correct as well.
1: That? <laughs> that is a great song. A chill, no, in fairness. <laughs> it is, it's a good song.
0: So next up, we are going to rate Paramore on our pop scale or today might be the pop punk scale. Who knows? Um, uh, So we rate them out of five based on their uh, place in pop culture and the the overall quality and how much we like them. So Katie, out of five, how much are you giving Paramore?
1: I am going to give them a three out of five on my pop scale this week. And my reason for that is they only have three albums that I really like so (laughs) you know yeah now basically it is that it's I really liked them when I was younger and like those three the first three albums are like really nostalgic to me and I still really enjoy the music as well don't get me wrong but anything new I'm just like I could take or leave and for that reason I'd be like mm, a three but like they also have paved the way for so many people like Haley Williams just alone has inspired so many of the greats and people that we love still to this day and stuff so I do think they have a great place in pop culture but I think it was a place that timed out if that makes sense
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah they just timed out
0: okay Okay. so out of five I'm also going to give them a three yeah Uh, kind of same along the same lines I just they I mostly associate with Riot Um, it's kind of the only body of work I really know fully I kind of know some of the other singles as well and like the songs are good but again I feel like it it's what like you said it's nostalgic it's part of a time capsule really yeah like the early stuff anyway it is like just part of a time capsule it's always fun to go back but um it doesn't always age well I mean they're still good songs but they haven't aged amazingly to be honest with you yeah um
1: although in saying that like if you go to like a party like a like a smaller party and you throw on some of their old stuff like everyone just gets up and yeah like Dancing and then sing along and all that's cool um i forgot to ask you what's what? your favorite song
0: my favorite song that's
1: yeah hard. what they like, not in general though, of, of paramore
0: <laughs> my favorite song in general is no um <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to clear it up <laughs> oh
0: god that's hard uh oh, i'm gonna be basic and say misery business
1: oh not mine
0: oh that's mind a good one, one too god.
1: Oh I used to when I was like fourteen used to sit on the bus and just listen to that song over and over because I had no internet as per and um, yeah, love it. Love them.
0: Okay, amazing. Uh so next up is what's poppin'. We talk about what's popping with us in terms of pop culture, what we're enjoying. Katie, what's popping with you?
1: What's popping with me this week is uh, my unorthodox life. Um I think that's what it's called. a oh. Netflix. <laughs> Confused? No, I think it is. I think it is. I'm gonna go check. Give me one sec. I have a pause currently. Um,
0: okay. Well, she gets her phone. I'll just keep talking. Um. um I don't good, I, good
1: talking.
0: Yes. Um. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's called My An Orthodox Life, and it's about a woman who used to be like an Orthodox Jew and she was until she was like in her 40s and she like raised all her children as like proper like (laughs) like Orthodox Jews and um, then when her oldest daughter got married she like broke out of the lifestyle and like started her own business and is like a girl boss now and like is like the ceo and stuff it's mad and like some of her kids are like loving being out of the religion and then some of them are like still in the religion and kind of slowly coming out of it it's, it's just great it's reality tv so it's not up your street but it, it's it's good
0: well okay <laughs> actually two things about this that are very funny um so i used to live in an in orthodox jew neighborhood in new york uh when i do my job one <laughs> Oh. and it was very interesting no, It was very interesting so
1: they live in new york
0: oh avenue j shout out to all, all the <laughs> Orthodox Jews there Avenue j. <laughs> <laughs> and you say that i uh i'm not a big reality tv person well guess what reality what? tv is popping with me this week because netflix what? brought out sexy beasts
1: yeah i'm not surprised you said that i actually have watched one episode of it
0: oh it's the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life oh <laughs> So for those of you who don't know, it's a Netflix original uh, dating show where uh, one person is looking for love and there are three contenders, but they're all dressed up in uh, body paint and monster makeup and prosthetics and masks. And you can't, so you can't see what they look like at all. So it's very interesting to see. And I've just been discussing it with my friends about who we love and who we hate. And (laughs) so far, I hate most people, but I only like, I think two of the actual, like, People who are looking people? for love. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to, to call them. Like the
1: people. <laughs> <are> people. People <laughs> who are
0: looking for love and the contenders. Yeah, but it's like it's it's the format of the show. Okay, okay. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, it's genius. It's genius. Yesterday I was hungover and just watched Sexy Beasts and Beverly Hills Housewives. That's not right. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs>
0: excuse me all right when well, i was at the beverly hills hotel where they filmed beverly hills chihuahua and i was honored so
1: to be fair it's a good movie but like i just thought you were gonna say that
0: <laughs> oh, reality tv can that be a reality
1: tv show is someone listening oh, beverly that would be hills so
0: chihuahuas oh i would die
1: someone with power make that happen
0: <laughs> make it happen netflix anyway ke where can uh, people find us sexy beasts <laughs>
1: People can find us sexy now. and um, people can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It Popcast. And you can also subscribe to us if you haven't already on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean and Prime and Audible.
0: Absolutely amazing. Do she got it right everything? this week. Yes! <laughs> anyway thank you for listening uh so we're taking a bit of a break next week so you, there will not be any yeah. episode next week but the week after we'll be back with something new and fresh for you guys so uh, we will indeed. so stay safe everyone goodbye thanks
1: for listening